Welcome back to the Dancer's Choice Podcast. My name is Riley. And I'm Dawson. And we and... got a special... Oh, you got it. You got it. Oh, okay. We'll go. Yeah. We're too excited. We're, very... we're too excited. <laughs> I know. We're so excited. We have a very special guest on the podcast today. We have Miss Ashley Green. She is someone who I met while I was at Point Park University. Um, I met her my freshman year. We'll get into all of that. Um, and she's just a superstar now. She is living her best life. And Absolutely. she will tell you all about it. And we just can't wait to have her. Yay. Yes. Hi, everybody. My name is Ashley, as they said. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. And I'm originally from South Carolina, Charleston to be exact. And I started dancing when I was about two. But when I started when I was two, I like hated dance. I was like crawling around and my mom was like, oh, so I guess she doesn't like it. And then when I got into about kindergarten, so I was probably like four or five, um, my best friend Jordan danced and I was like, oh, mom, I want to dance. And then since there, I was in my life, I guess. And then when I was about seven, I went to like my first dance competition and then that like blew my mind. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to do this forever. And I got like a solo like the next year or something. And I remember... It was like, uh, I was at an encore dance competition and that's why I, th I realized I wanted to dance for the rest of my life, <laughs> which is so I random. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I danced at this little studio in Charleston called Dance Explosion for a bit. And then I eventually like started wanting to train more in ballet because I started going to conventions and they would always be like, you need more ballet. You need more ballet. So then I started training at Charleston Ballet Theater. And then from there, actually, I started going like two hours away from Charleston to Columbia to train at my now home studio, Columbia City Jazz, where, or now it's called Columbia, Columbia City Conservatory, maybe, to be determined. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> that really is where I sculpted like my young dancer, like really thinking like this is going to be a career for me and a path. Because I think before that, I, I was like, yeah, dance seems cool, but I probably just will quit once I get past high school. But here we are. And then I went to Point Park and I majored, <laughs> concentrated in modern. I think I started, though, my concentration was ballet and then I switched to modern. I can't remember okay. really because I don't know if they still do juries, but we had juries and my juries were more leaning towards modern slash. I didn't really want to wear a point shoe, <laughs> but Absolutely. don't blame me. Don't Understood. blame me. <laughs> yeah, Understood. I did like one point piece my freshman year. I did a point piece, and I was like, I don't want to ever do it again. So, never again. And what else? After Point Park, I me mean, in Point Park, you know, I learned so much, and that's where I like grew my love for like improvisation. Well, I always loved improv but really grew my love for improvisation and grew my love for honestly modern dance in general. Cause I really thought I was going to be a commercial dancer and like move to LA and like get an agent, which I still wish I yep. did, or I probably could still do it if I wanted to like later, but for right now that's not my path, but mm -hmm. yeah. And then I joined Wim Wim after college because I graduated in the pandemic. So you know what mm -hmm. that means. Like yeah. actually it was, I like, yeah, I auditioned for Wim Wim a week before the world shut down 
and I got oh the contract like that week and there was talk about the world shutting down. So then I just signed the contract. Like I signed You're like, it. Let's just do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I already <laughs> wanted to do it. Yeah. I already wanted to do it anyways. Cause like I love, um, Olivier, the, uh, director, he actually is like, used to be Columbia city ballet. So he knew my, ba- my dance teacher from Columbia okay. city jazz. And she was like talking so highly of him and he like lived with her at one point. So it was felt like it was like, we're meant to be connected because yeah. I've already had a connection. Very natural. So it felt like really natural and like, Oh, of course I'm going to sign this contract. And then I spent a year there and then I got a call one morning from my friend Jacqueline that was like, Oh, you're going to get a call from Ailey. And then I got the call the next day, and then I joined out in Alien American Dancer. That's crazy. Yeah, that was a time. And then (laughs) in that span of that summer, I won Princess Grace, and I won Top 25 to Watch. It all happened in, like, two weeks. Wow. So that was fun. 2023 was was a good year for me. (laughs) Yeah. And very, very eventful. She's not even that's over yet. amazing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We still got like a couple weeks left. Oh, Who knows what's going to happen? It wasn't even oh. 2023. Why did I say that? It was 2021. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. They're so good. Like, 2023 is still good, but that was 2021. <laughs> 2020, <laughs> 2021. What, oh, what my number goodness. is that? That makes me yeah. feel better because I was like, I thought she's been with Ailey for like longer than that, but I yes, know. This is, for sure. I was like, 2023? What? <laughs> no, 2021. Because I've been at Ailey now. This is my third season. Okay. So, yes. That was three three years ago. <laughs> or two and a half years ago that I, that Oh, my happened. goodness. Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty much me right now. That's incredible. What does, you know, what does life look for you at this moment being in Ailey? Life right now looks crazy. Only because we're in our um, city center season. Okay. So, we go from November 29th to new year's eve so it's just like jam-packed dance every single day of the week and we only get one day off on mondays and like we rehearse until the show we start rehearsal at like 12 and then we go until the show is over (laughs) all day yeah it's kind of crazy but it's rewarding it's so rewarding and at least like it feels good to just be dancing be dancing and getting paid for it feels really nice (laughs) Oh yeah, Good especially in, in this this world with dance, yes. like it's so difficult to find a job where you're dancing and you're happy doing it and you're getting paid to do it and getting like, paid too. and getting paid like actually, I want to say my worth in a way, like right. getting the getting the option to actually like live and like save feels really nice. Mm-hmm. with being in dance because I don't think I ever thought that I think I always thought like oh I'm just gonna be broke for the rest of my life and nothing's <laughs> yeah, that's what just... they, they they make it seem like they're like you're just gonna be a broke starving dancer the rest of your mm-hmm. life so yeah figure and it out I, and I get it too because it's like if you're not smart it, it's easy to get there too but like not not if you're not smart but like I've been dealt good cards so mm-hmm. it's nice that I get to, get to live it which yeah. I never thought I would because at Point Park, I was like, I don't know. I will never get a job. <laughs> Crying every day. Yep. 100%. But I think like, I can there. <laughs> Acknowledging that, you know, speaks volumes um, just for like your person, your character, you know, like 
you have certain situations and if you handle them correctly, you, you know, approach them in a smart manner, you're going to be able to make it. But you do have this mentality being a dancer in the dance world that you're like, okay, it's going to be five part-time jobs for the rest of my life. But yeah, I think like your story is just a testament to that. It is possible. You just, it's kind of a strategy. <laughs> We'd love to ask some questions sure. kind of getting into that as well. Um, yes. Dawson, you want to take it away? Um, or I've got a couple of down too. I just had a question like, um, was Ailey something that you were always interested in being a part of or auditioning for? Like, when did you start becoming interested in wanting to become a part of Ailey? Um, I actually, funny enough, I used to post pictures when I was like eight on my Facebook profile of Alvin Ailey, like all over, and a memory just popped up like a twelve-year-old, twelve years ago old memory popped out where it was like I want to dance for Alvin Ailey but I saw to like Alex Ailey I want to dance for Alex Ailey (laughs) and um I'm like lol and then my friend reminded me she's like since you were eight you've you've wanted to dance for Alvin Ailey so I guess yes it's always been a green a dream but Mm -hmm. I also thought that it was not gonna happen I thought my life was going in a different direction I started liking different dance too so I thought that I would never get here. Slash, I thought my body was like not acceptable at for Ailey for the longest time. So I never, it wasn't even an option because I thought that I was too muscular or whatever the case may be. Right. To be here. But I guess, yeah, it's always been a dream of mine, even though like sometimes I like to deny it. <laughs> but it has. I love it. It's that. incredible. Well, that's something yeah. to be, so good. you know, proud of and not, like acknowledge as well is that. You know, it was a dream. You spoke it out there. Here you are living it, you know. Um, That's true. Going back to what you said, though, how you – that type of dance you didn't think you actually wanted to pursue. You know, you said you grew up competition, and at one point you thought you wanted to take the L.A. commercial route. What do Mm -hmm. you think changed inside of you making you veer paths? Or was it, you know, you were getting more versatile training that you wanted to explore the side? I guess how do you think you got from competition dance to this concert route? Well, my senior year, I had signed to an agency and I got asked to do this music video for my mentor teacher, Caleb, Kayla Cobflesh. So I spent, spent like the whole month in LA and I was doing that thing and the music video. And I just had did Ellen in May of that time at some point when I was like a senior in high school. I don't really remember that part of it. and. um I didn't really, I loved doing Ellen. That was really fun. But I also didn't like it at the same time. I don't think Mm -hmm. I like how fast paced the process is. Like it doesn't feel like you actually get to like settle in it. And I really like to go through the process. So that was already kind of a turnoff for me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And my 18 year old self who didn't know much about dance anyways, but (laughs) whatever. Uh, And then I auditioned for Shaping Sound, a company that's not around I don't think anymore but yeah I auditioned for them and then I I just there was like debate I had gotten the opportunity to see like whether I wanted to be there or or, like auditioning for them reminded me like oh I really like contemporary and like me in high school didn't know that there was like modern and all these things I knew there was modern but like I didn't think like 
they've connected. I, I don't know why I didn't connect them, but mm-hmm. didn't assume that they were connected. So I was like, you know, I still like that aspect of life and training. Also, when I visit LA, I just knew I was not mature enough to live there by myself and like start paying my own things and, and not having that support of like the dining hall, like things like that. Like yeah. I, I, or a community. I didn't have a community in LA like that. I knew people there, but I didn't really like have friends and for the longest time, I wasn't going to college. Like until July, before school started, I thought I was still not, I was moving to LA. And then I called my mom when I was in LA and I was like, yeah, I'm going to Point Park. It, I only auditioned for two schools, Point Park and Purchase. And okay. I got waitlisted at Purchase and then I got into Point Park. So I was like, okay, I'm going to Point Park. It was like the day before the deadline or something. Oh my God. And then I ended up at Point Park. Like I was never really going to do it. And then when I got to Point Park, like the first day I had Jason McDole (laughs) in like as my placement class. And I was like, oh, I'm, I love this. So then already my mind was warping and then I had Garfield and I was like, (sighs) and then my freshman year I got into, this actually is what changed me. There's two, two instances that changed me at Point Park. First one is when I did Garfield's um, piece, faculty piece my freshman year. It like, changed my whole being uh technically it changed me and artistically like it pushed me so much and like I felt like I was really fighting for the roles and fighting for the thing just because it was my first time and also I have so much admiration and respect for him so I just wanted to like do my best always with him and then on top of that I got to do it with Sean Cuso who's now an Ailey too yeah not not an Ailey too Ailey first Ailey. company, but in Ailey as well. In Ailey <laughs> yeah. with you, yes. Yes. T-O. And, um, yes. And we were the yes. only freshmen. So I remember being like, this is like, this is so epic. Like, I got to just give it my all. And, like, when I performed that piece, I swear I saw angels. Like, I always tell people that. Like, his piece made me feel like I was, like, literally in another planet every single time. So I love that piece. That changed my life completely. And then when I had Kyle Abraham's piece drive my junior year, I was like, Oh, that, that piece sticks in my mind Mm -hmm. all the time. I'm still obsessed with it. That piece is like my favorite piece I learned in college, like hands down. And Mm -hmm. like, honestly, one of my favorite pieces I've learned period. I just think I love everything about it. So, and that was like my first time realizing like, Oh, there's other like I, I know Ailey and like, I know people in Ailey, but I think it was another time where I was like, oh, this is another like black dance choreographer who's like doing choreography. I really, really enjoy. Wow. There's more avenues in this concert mm-hmm. thing. So then I was like, oh, I can get my feet in here. Oh, I can get my feet in here. And like, it helped me start to like dance different and figure out like different ways to like express myself that I wasn't like, I was so shocked that it even worked that way. And I was like, I must move to New York. That's where I was like, I must move to New York. Okay. I want to do this dance, this kind of dance. I want to dance for Kyle Abraham. Like that became my, my goal, my junior mm-hmm. year. Cause I was just obsessed with him and I still yes. am. I love him, but yes, those two moments really got me on the, I'm doing concert dance. Okay. Yeah. I For sure. That's so cool that just, you know, the hunger for dance just clicked. It was there. And I also feel like a lot of dancers nowadays too have this 
not necessarily stigma, but I don't know what the word is for it. That like, oh, I'm a commercial dancer. I can only pursue this route. Or it's like we put ourselves in a box. And I think just hearing this will help so many other dancers realize like, you know, you're a dancer, but like it's putting yourself in like, I'm just a mover. I can go any direction. I think how you've been able to bounce that. And then it also helps you take so much more away from those experiences as well. For sure. And I feel like it's like just being like, I'm an artist, like not labeling it is like the best way mm-hmm. because then you're, you're open for all of it. Like I'm not an Alvin Ailey American dance theater dancer. I'm Ashley Green, the artist, like at all times, yeah. even if I'm in these spots, like if I was at one I'm like, no, I'm an artist. I'm my own proprietor. Ooh, words. Big words. And <laughs> Love big that. Words. Big words. And I, I, do my own destiny. And I think that is the thing that is missing sometimes. I even think yeah. like when I went to Point Park, I feel like that was something that I wish that we acknowledged more. Like Pearl mm-hmm. Ann taught me that a lot. Like I am an artist mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not just a modern dancer. I'm not just jazz dancer. I'm not just a hip hop dancer. Like I am an artist. I can do it all. Like, yeah. and that was, that was great. And, but I still think at Point Park, we could have just like dialed that in so much more because of course, we have concentration, so it gets funky, but yeah, not allowing that to mold us and hold us into one slot. Mm-hmm. Well, and that mindset, yeah. too, just I'm sure, especially in the professional world as well, like tremendously helps improve your mental health and just self-worth when you're stepping into those high-intensity environments as well. Um, for sure. Like, for sure. Yeah. And... I think and then it just also is helpful when you claim it as that because then when you go into like other rooms and other auditions, like it's like, oh, they don't like my art. Mm-hmm. Not they don't like me. Cause I think sometimes it can it's easy to say they don't like me or like I'm just not what they're looking for, but she's like they don't like my art. Cause like we don't like all art. Like we go to the museum and we don't like everything we see on the wall. We're like, what is that? I don't know what that means. And then you move on, but somebody will see it and be like, oh, I understand. So I know it's the way they got me through or, or I'm learning to let that yeah. be the thing that yeah. gets me through. I really like that you said, um, you know, that you're like the, the art rather than like, they didn't, they didn't like the art. They didn't, you know, they, it's not like they didn't like me. Cause something that we've talked about on this podcast before is like dance and identity and how sometimes that like there's a weird crossover where we start identifying as a dancer and then that becomes our whole identity. So no matter what happens, say like you go to a, a, a casting call and then they immediately like let you go and you're like, oh my God, they didn't like me. And it's like, no, they didn't like, not like you as a person, but because we become so like morphed into this identity as a dancer, it kind of like makes you feel a little it's a spiral. Yeah. A little and also like, <laughs> like this Erica Badu quote that I really love is like, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit is like such a real comment. Like, it's like, we're all artists and we're all really sensitive about our art too. Like we want to do good art all the time. So we're like, when people don't like it, we're like, come on, like I'm giving you yeah. all I got, you know? Yeah. But it's also like finding the balance of like trying to hold yourself accountable. Yes. But also reminding yourself that like, 
your art is valued, your person is valued, and like no matter if the casting person doesn't think that you're worthy of like not worthy, that's not even it. Because most of the times it's literally just like you just don't fit what they need when they've been in there. Because everything's typecast. I mean, even getting into like I imagine even getting to Ailey is a little bit typecasted often, like anything like companies, you know, they try to match the same person that just left or things like that. Like, yeah. So you can never just like assume that it's because of you. Sometimes it's beyond your control. Maybe like sometimes you go to an audition, they've, they, they're not even looking for people. No, you know? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're like, they're we just have people. to hold this. We just literally have to hold this for you, the union. Like we, it, it's required, but we're not even needing anyone right now. <laughs> exactly. So then you're just like, okay. I just like, stress out about all that. Yeah. And here for the vibes. Don't even, <laughs> just here for a class that I paid for, you know, it, yeah. right. It's kind of just like that. Yeah. And with that mindset, I feel like you're just like, which I also think that's why Point Park is great because we, our auditions were like pretty cutthroat. Once the yes. Point Park auditions aren't cutthroat, like people go through their whole four years sometimes not dancing, which yeah. is like a real thing. And it's a real thing outside the world too. But then it's also a real thing that people at Point Park maybe didn't dance at Point Park, but then they leave and then they're dancing a lot. So it's just like, yeah. It just goes to show it's that it's all a gamble. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends it's, on who's at the table. <laughs> Yeah, literally, literally. That's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. I guess while yeah. we're on like the topic of auditioning, you know, how did, so Point Park obviously prepared you to find your artistry in the auditioning, but then post Point Park, how have you found yourself like able to continue developing your artistry to step into those audition spaces? Obviously right now, I know you're probably maybe not as audi- auditioning as much because you are with Ailey, yes. but you know, leading up to that yes. point. Actually, I will say, like, because at Ailey, even though now I'm in there, we audition for each piece. Like, okay. each guest we still okay. audition for. Okay. Which is, like, it kind of runs me in Point Park in the way, I mean, it's smaller, obviously, the room. But it still runs me in Point Park in the way that's, like, okay, go. Like, they teach it in one second, and they're, like, go. Let's see it. Yeah. Where are you? And um, the thing that helped me the most is, like, having to be present in bring myself to the table right away and not waiting around for like the groups or not even the groups, like waiting around until I felt comfortable. Like there was no time. I think like sometimes fear can like be the thing that's like, Oh, I don't want to go too far out because like, I'm scared. I'm going to fall. Like you might as well fall, Mm -hmm. which I'm realizing. Yes. Like even for myself now, even like after all these years, I'm like, you just have to go for it and yeah. then hope for the best. And then later, you know, you figure out what you did too much of or did too less of. But yeah, I would say that. And there's something else I was going to say that was going to help. It helps me still. It's tricky because I really haven't auditioned since Wim Wim. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I am like, what just in general there? Because <laughs> that one was hard. Wim Wim was the hardest audition I've ever done in my life. Oh, wow period it was very hard just a lot of rep Mm -hmm. long phrases (laughs) stamina phrases (laughs) stamina was crazy i would say my biggest thing is just like don't give up don't give up on yourself don't give up on the room keeping staying present as much as you possibly can like even if you get out of it for a second jumping back in like immediately 
mm-hmm. and like not allowing the room. I don't want to say like, I think cause I'm a competition dancer. Like it's really tricky for me because it, the competitive nature of like wanting something and wanting it so bad that you just keep fighting for it. Oh yeah. It's instilled in me since I was like 10. So yes. I'm like, I don't even have to think about it anymore in the way. Like, I'm just like, okay, this is, we have to zone in like this. Yes. You're like, it's go time. <laughs> there's, there's nothing else. This is it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Okay. It's like immediate. Like, I'm like, competition answer nature. comes back. Yeah. yeah. I was telling, I was telling that to somebody, I was like, even though I'm like a professional now and I haven't done competition dance in probably eight years or so. But like, I'm like, it's still in me so hard. Like, I'm like, it's like crazy. The switch that happens, like turning it carry, on. You carry those things with you for like the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah. Like people don't realize that when you leave the competition realm, every single lesson that you learned in that is just instilled in you for every aspect of life, whether that's dance related or not, you just are competition, everything, the rest like, of your life. Everything. For the ever, yeah. like you talk about it, like when you're saying, you're like, oh, this is like competition dance. Like I say that all the time. Like I'll be like, oh, this is like what I did in high school. Or yeah. like even, oh, sorry, I'll slip. Even like at Point Park, I would be like, oh, this is like high school. Okay. Oh, all the time. Even though it's not, it's no. so different because I'm doing now yeah. 15 minute pieces versus two. I mean, right. Talk about stamina. There's like there's that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talk about stamina there. And no one tells you about that, but like. No. I think, it, speaking of stamina, this just brought up a thought to me. Like, it's just, like, trying to keep the stamina of, like, stamina of presence is, like, such a thing that people struggle with, I feel like. And it's not talked about enough. Like, yes, working on your technique. Yes, working on, like, your body and making sure that you're, like, great and you, you got this and da da But the thing that people miss sometimes is, like, beyond confidence. It's the stamina of presence. How present can you be? Mm-hmm how, how focused, how, how much will you fight for what is in this present moment instead of like, what's not working. That makes sense. I love that. I I don't think I've ever like thought about that actually. I was just talking about like stamina, like in terms of like keeping physicality, you know, the physicality of it, but like the stamina of presence, like I think, yeah, and exactly what you said, like no one really talks about that or even brings it up in any sort of capacity of like how present can you stay, how long and how focused can you like fully be in every single minute? Because I feel like we as dancers go in and out a lot of the times Mm -hmm. and that's where, you know, things happen and all of that. So I think, wow, I don't think I've ever thought of it yeah. like that. It's really hard. And like this week, this past week, cause we, it was our first week opening of the season. Mm-hmm. And I just kept thinking like, how present can I be in each piece I'm in? Like, how can I not drift away and be to, like, here? Think about and, the next thing that's happening. Yes. Yeah. Like this is what's right now. I'm going to be in this moment and I'm going to fight for this moment. Instead mm-hmm. of fighting for so many moments. The entire piece is a moment. The entire piece is a moment. You're, my entire rehearsal is my moment right now. My entire mm-hmm. ballet class is my moment. My modern class is my moment. Like, 
and for me also, like, I also think of dance as like a bunch of self-care because it was my, Mm -hmm. when I was younger, that's, it was my thing. Like, it was like, I've always really had a passion and love for dance. So to me, it's like, how present can I be for myself? Because this is self-care to me. Mm -hmm. Even if my body's broken and hurt, it's like, this is my pleasure. So I'm going to take care of that as much as I can. Yeah, I don't know. That was just food for thought that I just thought about just now in that second. But no, that was really good. I love that. You hit the nail on the dot. (laughs) Yeah, I, I honestly like you saying that. It like reminds me um, of when we were at Point Park together, and like every single time I saw you, whether it was in a class or it was in a piece on stage or in a rehearsal process. Like I, I can like just go back to like my freshman year in my improv class and Ashley was in my improv class. Colleen. (laughs) Yes. And I was a scared little freshman. It was like the 520 improv class. Like at the end of the day, I was like, I can't do this. I have no idea what's happening here. And Ashley was in it. And I just remember every single time that she went out to improv, I literally had, I was, I had no idea what was happening. I was just (laughs) stare at her. I was like, she's so invested. And it was like that in every single, like I would pass by, I don't know, Garfield's like class or Jason's class, like modern class. And I would just like peek in and you were just so focused and in on it. And that's just something that I've admired about you for so long. And I was like, oh. Wow. And then you say that I'm like, she really is like, she's in the moment. She makes every single time that she's dancing her moment. And it's, it's incredible. Thank you. That's Uh, really kind. This is something I think I've been focusing on since I was like younger. Yeah. It's presence is a big thing for me in general. I think like, I think it's kind of crazy because I think I, it's what you instill in your regular life and morals that get you here. Mm-hmm. Cause like in my regular life, in my regular life, what actually <laughs> dance is separate. in my human. <laughs> yeah. In my human, <laughs> my morals as a human, I'm like, I want to be present. I want to, I want to give people the time that they need from me mm-hmm. and dance for <clears> me was my time for myself. So I'm going to give myself equally that time. That's why I improv so much also. Cause like, that's yeah. my time to actually enjoy. I enjoy other people's dance, but enjoy the dance that I love to do for myself. Yeah. And yeah, that's funny that you say that. So, so that's good. good. So I think thanks. That, oh, I appreciate you. That definitely like, speaks for your artistry as well. Then, you know, you carry yourself with that presence and then you walk into a room and you know, you take that with you on the stage, you take that with you in rehearsal, you take that with you in the classes and just go say that, you know, you can be a super talented dancer, but you have to have, you know, the character and the presence with you as well in order yeah. to make all the magic happen. For sure. And allowing yourself to just dive into it because it just, once you're present, you're like, okay, I can actually give into what I'm feeling instead of like holding back because you're like fearful or you're not fully there. Mm-hmm. And I think Ailey's taught me that a lot too. Like as much as like life has taught me that and all the things, but like Ailey, we're dance theater. So you're also acting on top of that. It's beyond my feeling. It's I'm telling a story now, mm-hmm. which is also really fun because it's like, how can I bring myself to this story? And it feels like a give and take. It feels like I'm an actress, which is really nice. And like I'm, finagling that bagel and like trying to 
give a taste of this, give a taste of that, like finding all these different tastes to like feel for myself and for the audience. Yeah, I think once you sink into the presence, it's like everything else falls in place for sure. It's a powerful statement. The right technique there. and everything. Yeah. yeah, so powerful. Oh my goodness. What was um, like speaking about like some things that like you have really learned at Ailey? What what are some like really profound like takeaways or things that you have like really been able to learn or hone in on like in your craft like while you've been at Italy for the past three years honestly my technique my technique Ailey is a very technical beast like I feel mm-hmm. like you wouldn't know well I feel like you would know by watching but like it is a ballet oriented company like we are doing technical stuff we're doing Alonzo King like you have to be on your cues in terms of like you have to be in your ballet class. That mm-hmm. is for sure. And like, I, you know, I went to Wim Wim. So we were like, we were always taking ballet every day, but it was more like explorative movement and like finding your artistry. Like Wim Wim is where I found my improv voice and my, how to speak and show people what I need through my body. Okay. Ailey's where I learned how to control my body at every moment and how I can affect someone by just doing just a little or how much of an impact it is just to like see someone and see the people and taking a moment and taking a breath. And on top of that, like they taught me how to reshape my body. My body has changed like completely being here in the way that they sculpted me and like diet has not changed. I'm not a healthy eater. I will put that out there. (laughs) I love eat. It. I love the honesty. <laughs> I eat pretty terrible. I eat pretty I, terrible. So I love it. It's them shaping me. Even Point Park shaped my body so differently yeah. too. And then I was on my own, you know, yes. for a year where I was like trying to figure it out. And you know what happened? It's a pandemic. We're gonna uh-huh. give it to the pandemic. Yeah. And then I joined <laughs> Ailey, and it was like all of a sudden I was having private lessons about like my anatomy and like how to actually move my body from the right places. I learned wow. like, and I feel it even more this year. Like I can see the difference from the first year to now, like how much I'm like, Oh, I understand this better. I can actually hold my arms and first I can actually lift my leg without gripping it for real. And not like in my yeah pretend head, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's taken time for you to be able to, to yeah. really like feel what you've been taught. Yes. Wow. And like, I can really, like, I can say now I can really count on my body. Like, mm-hmm. I'd, they allowed me, Ailey has taught me, like, they fixed my body, not fixed. That's a bad word. They have structured my body and my mind now in a way that like, I don't even worry about my, I don't worry about necessarily, I worry about if I'm on my leg, of course, every single time, but I don't worry necessarily like, will I ever get there? Like before it'd be like a guess, like I'm just passionate and I'm just living for it. But I think Mm -hmm. once I joined Ailey, it was like, oh, I know where the passion is coming from. And I also know how to turn on my legs. And I also know how to move through my feet. And I also know how to take up space, but not lose my form. And that has been like the thing that has sent my artistry because 
Now I have somewhere to move from and I don't have to worry about like, oh, I might, I can't feel good in this because I don't understand it. Like now I understand where my shoulder is coming from and I understand where the position is coming from and how to make it feel authentic to me and not just by um, pure passion, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. Like not just dancing for dance sake, like, oh, I want to do this gram contraction because I actually understand how it's supposed to feel kind of way. Yes. Yeah. The way you're, so that has been the best. Yeah, the way you're describing it is almost, you know, you see people, oh, you're a mature dancer, but it's not even the maturity. It's, you know, you actually have trust now. Like, you've built a relationship with your body. Yes. Like, fully know where it's going to go, fully know how it's going to happen. If something, you know, doesn't go as planned, you know your body's going to, like, catch you at the end. Yes, and, like, you know how to save it. You know how to feel it. You know how to see. Like, it's like I can see myself, like... I don't know how to explain it. Like yeah. uh, someone just asked me like recently, like last year, they were like, do you use your muscles? And I was like, no, how do you dance and not use your muscles? <laughs> no, I don't use my muscles. <laughs> how do you do a ballet and not use your muscles? You know what I mean? So <laughs> that question alone was like, oh yeah. So I need to like be dancing different. Now I need to wake up my brain in a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And there we are. And Ailey, I would have never gotten that question if I didn't go to Ailey. Because <laughs> <laughs> truly, do you use your muscles? Like, wow, no. that's amazing. This is nope, I'm, just, I'm just going I'm off just a passion. Blob. Yeah, just a blob. We're just I'm just dancing is, out here. Yeah, nothing <laughs> is, is engaged at all. Nothing's engaged. We're just. I don't know. I'm not using nothing. them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they taught me. Girl, what? <laughs> amazing use your your body (laughs) (laughs) so good (laughs) yeah so that's the biggest lesson i've learned from them and that's an important couple in there some Mm -hmm. dancers may never find that you know it's also kind of crazy you're like oh you've been living in our body for like 20 something years now and it's like you're just now starting to finally understand it it's crazy it's like it's a dancer too and yeah. going back. Like, so you've th- been dancing for how long? And you're like, I've just now realized I use my body. And it's, it's crazy. Every day. Every day it's something new. Like, oh, I just learned how to, like, do this. Like, this past week, I think it was, like, honestly, like, the most calm I've ever been on stage in a while. And just, like, feeling myself in it. And I was like, I used to, I, it's a ballet. It's called Are You In Your Feelings by Kyle Abraham. We premiered it last year, but we just did it this past week. And I remember the first time I learned it, I was just like so nervous and like cutting things short. And then I'm looking at it now and I'm like, whoa, she's so different. Like her legs look different. Her technique's different. Her feet are different. Her hair is different. Like everything is different. And it is like, I think that's the most rewarding part about dancing in general is like, the progress you're watching your progress just like your body your progress your your face your heart your love just transform like break down rebuild break down rebuild break down rebuild and it's really fun and exciting and fresh yeah that's incredible like going back to you know we've been talking like progress process and no beginning of the episode mentioned the more commercial route how it is a very quick process and it's so rushed and i think you know i'm just hearing (laughs) Word, Dawson, word. Dawson. <laughs> I'm just hearing you speak on the process so much and being someone who is a commercial dancer. That's one thing that, you know, I almost wish there was more of in those settings. And 
it's harder to work through. But I think if every dancer could start to tap into that mentality you have that, okay, maybe the physical process you're in right now, like in the dance setting is very rushed, is very, you know, quick turnaround. The process in your body is something that you can like tap in to give yourself that like slow and steady, yes. you know, that almost peace of mind or, you know, the calm in the storm that is like quick, but then think about, you know, how you're using your body, how you're using your muscles. <laughs> Yes, how you using muscles. <laughs> but just trying to understand your body, even if maybe the dance scenario or setting you're at isn't so much about the process and it's more about the product that, yes. you know, I think that's something that gets really lost and it's where, at least in my personal yeah. experience, I've seen myself totally step away from the present moment because it's so like, we have an end result we have to get to, go, 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 go. Yeah, it's like, there's a product. Mm -hmm. like, I do some commercial gigs here and there and that's the most startling part about it. But I also like how quick it is. It's fun. But, it but also, it's just like, sometimes, you know, it ends so fast and you're like, I didn't even get to really tap into it. Mm -mm. I just did whatever out there. I don't even, I didn't even get to like put a little stank on it or anything because I don't even know what I just did. Like, it was a boom, bam, and we're, whoop. Everyone's oh, jumping. We're all falling we're over all here. Jumping we're all falling over. <laughs> Everything's falling. Now I feel like I need to do it. I know. I'm like, like, oh God, who's next? I know. But it's like, it's like, you know, it's too quick. It's just too quick because yeah. then like, you want to explore it. I mean, unless I was on tour with someone, you know, of course, and I have yeah. time. Yeah. But yeah. like, if I don't, I'm like, oh, it's over already. Yeah, it's a very yeah. quick turnaround. I think it's cool hearing from you, like the difference because you have experienced both. Mm -hmm. And I think there's many other dancers that almost feel lost. And I will speak from firsthand. It's like, okay, well, which direction do I go? And feeling like you have to pick one or the other. But yeah. And you never have to pick. That's no. the thing that no one ever says. You just like truly don't have to pick. You pick the thing that's going <laughs> to pay your rent. You pick the thing that's going <laughs> to help you survive so you can actually do the things you want to do. Yeah. You pick the thing that's going to. Help you bills. live your life. Yeah. Help yes. you live your life so that then you can actually enjoy the art you want to enjoy. It's true. And that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> no picking. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's dropping because that's it. My job. Yeah. And that, that's the period. <laughs> <laughs> that's all of it. Oh my goodness gracious. This was Everything so fine. good. I loved this. These were this so amazing. amazing. Riley, yeah. any any last questions or um, anything? Just anything? I don't know. Okay. I do have one more thing because you're actually the first dancer we've had on the podcast. We've had oh, other like nutritionists and we have some other guests lined up. You're the first dancer we've had. And the whole, you know, base of this podcast is talking about things in the dance industry no one talks about. So since you have the mm -hmm. mic, since you're on the platform, what is one thing that – whether it was growing up as a dancer, what you're saying now, like what is one thing that you wish we could create more space to talk about in this industry? That's a great question. That's a good question. We're going to have our I own. feel like we, I feel like something that we could always talk about more is like, I think now we're in the stage where we're like, we're just jumping past the things that were the problem back then. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like, even how teachers speak to you or about your anything about your dancing, your weight, any, mm -hmm. anything about mm -hmm. you, you know, how personal dance is. Dance is very personal. And I, I don't is. think it's, there it is. Something fell. 
<laughs> and the crash. It goes in threes. Please continue. <laughs> oh, God. I knew it was going to happen. Happy Monday, everybody. Please. Like, mm-hmm. The way teachers talk to us. The way, the way teachers talk to us. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and I think, like, I even think, like, how much we actually go through and how much is not acknowledged of how we, how much we actually go through in dance in general. Like we dance a lot and we, we are tired and we deserve equal respect. I wouldn't say we, you know, we need equal respect as a doctor or anything. I mean, respect because we're humans, yes. but like we deserve to get paid. Like we're human mm-hmm. and that we, should have a life in this world so we don't talk about that enough yeah maybe we do but we don't talk to the right people about it enough <laughs> yeah. Maybe that, yeah we talk to each other non-stop yeah, yeah we just say it to each other and none of us have the money for it so we're exactly. all like well i'm poor too so exactly and i also don't think we talk enough about like as long as you're creating art no matter where it is, no matter who it's with, even if it's just by yourself, you're still creating art. And your art is always valuable. Even if it's just walking in an alley and you're recording it, it's always valuable. Because mm-hmm. the world needs more of art in general. So never, never think that just because you don't want to do it anymore or something or you take a break from it and you come back, that like now you're not worthy of it. You're always worthy of it. Whether you're a school teacher and you used to dance, like you're still and you're creating and you're always creating. I love that you said that. I love that you said that because our last episode was talking about um, just like dancer burnout or in that space of like being burnt out and then taking a step away from it and all of that. So I just, I like how you said that because I was like, wait, we literally just talked about that on the last episode. (laughs) Yes. You can always come back. I love that. Tying it together. Yeah. So perfect. And we're gonna end on that (sighs) yeah so good thank you so much all right yes thank you incredible yes please promote yourself yes this was promote yourself let us know where you we can find you let us know you can find me at awa green 98 on instagram a w a g r e e n 98 (laughs) and i don't really go on my facebook but my facebook's just my name if you want to see the 12 years ago the 12 years ago 12 years ago Alex Ailey and if you want to see my Ailey. profile pictures that's it um, you can also go see her perform um, oh yes you yeah. can also go see yeah. the New York City Center the New York City Center I'll be there until New Year's Eve every night except for Amazing. Mondays period and yeah oh my goodness that's me congrats with the show so excited. good luck with the rest yes. of the show thank you Everything yes, goes good well. Luck. We hope everything is amazing. Ashley, thank you so much for being on here. We had the best time. Absolutely. This thank was you. so amazing. I love this. This was so good. It was so special. Thank y'all both. Thank you. Thanks for asking me. I appreciate yes, it. Absolutely. Of course. And on that honored to be here. Yay! <laughs> we'll have her back. All right. Thanks y'all for listening. Yes, we we'll will... have her back. We'll have to have her back. Thanks everybody yes. for listening. Yes. And